Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water. Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? We're talking some NBA. We're talking some baseball, catching up on that. And, of course, the NFL. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Tie game. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws, cuz. They have free. So two ninety nine coming hot at you guys, and so two ninety eight. I'm joined on this one by Alex Tossman, the Octosopolis, and Nikki Snacks Kreider. And a lot has happened in sports today. Crazy day, James. Is this the biggest trade we've ever seen of all time ever? Is it? It could be. I, I, he's one of the biggest superstars ever traded. Fact or fiction? Fact. Facts for sure. If, easy, easy. Is, is, he the, is he the biggest superstar ever traded? Is he bigger than Anthony Davis? Yeah. MVP. Wasn't Shaq traded? No. Yes, no? yes, yes. I lied. He was traded to the Heat. He wasn't traded from the Magic to the Lakers. That was a sign. But yes, correct. He was traded. But at that, so maybe, but at that point in time, Shaq was on the decline a little bit. Eh, won a championship. He was on the decline. Still Shaq. It was still, not. It was not. Not the same Shaq. Okay, not the same caliber, I guess. Not Finals MVP Shaq. Yes, sure. Not Finals MVP Shaq, but okay, he's top, he's one or two biggest superstars ever traded in basketball. I can't think of a bigger. Yeah, I mean, I think Anthony Davis is the other guy. Yeah. So he's the biggest superstar ever traded. Oladipo's also moved. It's a fourteen deal. Yeah. So the Cavs, the Nets, the Rockets, and the Pacers. Nets get Harden. Right. Cavs get lose, lose everything else. Jared Allen and J- Torian Prince. And Torian Prince. The Rockets get a bevy of picks and swaps. So over the next eight years or so, the Rockets either own the Nets pick or they can swap picks with the Nets. And if you look back to the deal with this, this kind of similar to the deal they made with the Celtics for KG, Jet, Paul Pierce, and that trade, that kind of led to the Celtics to where they are today. Without that trade, the Celtics don't have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Uh, and so on and so forth. And they wouldn't have gotten Kyrie because that pick was sent to get Kyrie, which turned into Colin Sexton. Yeah, it's three It's three unprotected first-rounders. Straight up. 22, 24, and 26. Okay. And then four swaps in 21, 23, 25, and 27. That is a very dangerous... It's a. It's an all-in move. Dinwiddie's out for the year. Right. Kyrie's nowhere to be found. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, it, this team this team is still playing well though. KD is playing unbelievable basketball, and Joe Joe Harris has been great to start the year. They've been playing really, really well, and KD looks like the MVP right now. Yeah, I mean, there's other guys obviously that are contending for that spot, but he's certainly in the top five voting if if the voting were to go down today. But yeah. now you have you. you like DeAndre Jordan and Jared Allen, you could you could have played together, or you could have spelled one and played each of them 25, 30 minutes a game. But now, like DeAndre Jordan has to play more than thirty minutes a game, and like he's he's clearly older now, and he can't really do that. I how mean, he's the, great when he's in, obviously. How do the Cavs get? How do the Cavs swindle that? I don't understand. Like, well, the Cavs have like seven centers now. Yeah, I don't so, know. So many big. I don't know. I guess they're not going to pay Drummond. I guess they're not going to pay him and roll with Jared Allen or see which one fits better and then just go with that. Either trade Allen and sign Drummond or, you know. Well, we were talking about it earlier today, and Jared Allen's 23 years old. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. He's so young. It's a young. super young team. It's with a super- Garland and Sexton. And, yeah. And now Jared Allen. N- Nance is only like 26, 27. I feel, I feel super bad for Jared Allen. I mean, he was on one of the hottest teams in basketball, and now he has to go to Cleveland. Yeah, it's a short... And he didn't even get to go to Houston, which would have been fun for him as well. Which I right. am like... Texas kid. The Houston thing is a little iffy to me. Toss, I know you disagreed. Karis LeVert has been excellent. Yeah, he's great. He's great. And you, you don't think... It, you you have more confidence in Oladipo returning to form than Karis LeVert surpassing him. No, I mean, it's a it's a, it's the right a, move. A, it's the right move long-term for the Pacers because... Yeah. They have a lot of young guys, some of them not on big contracts right now. And Another MVP candidate, and a guy that would finish top 10 in MVP if it were done today. Uh, in Malcolm Brogdon. Sabonis. And Sabonis is a top 10 in most lists as well. Or, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Malcolm Brogdon is top 10 in most lists as well. Okay. Because so, he's just so hyper-efficient. I, they just have a lot of guys that they're going to have to end up paying. Now they have their young core. Oladipo is not old by any means. Any means, but he's 28, right? And, and they would have he's, had he's only getting older. On his contract. Right, so they would have they yeah. would have had to pay him. I texted you guys earlier today that the Rockets are kind of like the island of misfit toys now. I don't know <laughs> what I mean. They okay, it's good, like good John, on them for getting out. John Wall on the on the comeback. Oladipo yeah, on, on the, the comeback. comeback. Boogie on the comeback. What Christian, what a guy that like didn't get drafted and got dumped by his girlfriend on draft night, and now like has this big contract. What a loser move by her. Oh yeah, who's laughing now? I mean, cl- clearly him. She He's dumped great. his ass on draft. I didn't hear that story. She Who dumped is this? Christian Wood. She told him to kick rocks on draft night. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, he didn't what get drafted, ass. and then she flew and was like, "We're." She flew home or wherever she's from, and basically was like, "We're over. We're done." So yeah, it, you know, it was. Uh, Hold on, we got a we have a delivery guy coming through yelling while we're doing something. Thanks, sir. He's dropping it off. Dropping <laughs> off the goodies. We have pardon part. You know, we the studio is right next to the window, and we've been a big Postmates house recently. At all hours in the night, one of our roommates not a sponsor, not a sponsor at all. One of our roommates ordered Indian food, also not a sponsor. So he'll be coming in shortly if you hear those footsteps. Wait, we didn't get the Indian food deal. No, no we didn't get the no. Indian food deal. They they, they said no. Uh, they said no tikka masala for you. That's but sp- speaking yeah. of deals, s- s- deals and sponsors, we yeah. are sponsored by BetOnline.ag. <laughs> yeah, we a- are. A wonderful place to go and put any sort of bet. We were just talking about MVP candidates. If you wanted to go place a, a prop bet on the MVP for the NBA season, BetOnline.ag is the place to go. We will get into later in the show um, our featured BetOnline <laughs> segment where we break down some of the uh the playoff games this this coming weekend so mm-hmm. where nick goes nick has been on a site which he'll get more into later nick's been one of the hottest hottest names in betting this season i swear to god he's been on fire this year 
God forbid he share it. He's like our other roommate who has all these hot like insider tips on like the stock market and he's like crushing it there and I'm sitting here, you know, like a fart in the wind, like trying Twiddling to, his thumbs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to like a you know, sticks sticks in a fire, like uh, not knowing anything. So Nick is gonna give us some tips later on in the show. But back to the trade. Back to the deal. Yeah. Did Houston get enough conceivably? I guess we have I, to see I think they the got picks. enough. The picks is crazy. I, I yeah. think they got it enough from the picks. Okay. Old Depot doesn't really matter what they do with him, right? At this point, they kind of want him to not be great. They should trade him. They, they could move him to a, a contender who's willing to take that contract for, for this year right now. Um, Isn't there like a rule though in the NBA where you can't trade a player within a certain amount of the days? The 40 days. It's like, 40, 40. I, think it's, I think it's 60 days. It's, no, the, it's 40. It's the Stepien rule. Um, so they can't then, right? The deadline will pass by then. When is the deadline? I haven't looked at that yet. I think I think they'd be. But there's Especially also in February. I'm sure they're pushing it to like March or April. Right, right? and there's yeah. also like weird trade exceptions that you can bring into deals where you can you can kind of get past that that type of. Thing. I don't think they would have done that deal, and I'd have to go into the lore and the laws of the NBA. I don't. I do not know off the top of my head, but I don't think I can't imagine they would have done that deal if that wasn't an option on the table to either pay him or trade him because you can't let him walk for nothing because that's kind of bad. Ditto with the whole Drummond situation with Jared Allen. They're, they're going to have to either trade him or, or pay him because you can't let a guy like Drummond, you can't get, let a guy like Oladipo walk for nothing. And they gave up nothing for Drummond. But so what they, I, they'll what automatically I, come on top. What I texted you earlier today is something that they could consider, which is hold on to Drummond this year. Yeah, this is wild. And NBA contracts are dependent upon, especially for younger players who haven't been on a roster for three-plus years where they can – secure bird rights where yeah. then it doesn't matter and you can sign them you can you can exceed the cap to sign certain individuals who have been on your roster past their their rookie contract so if jared allen is on this this Cavs team he's playing out the season and they keep drummond mm -hmm. drummond is going to eat into jared allen's minutes obviously they have all these other bigs as well and so jared allen is not going to be there, there are certain minute like quotas that you have to meet to be paid a certain amount so it's going to and and the production statistically that you provide also accounts into your contract. So hypothetically, Jared Allen's contract will be cheaper if they keep Andre Drummond, and then Jared Allen as their long-term solution for the center position, they just they eat that. They don't eat anything. They just lose the twenty-six million that they're paying Drummond right now, and they can they can spend on whoever else they want. And then Drummond walks. He's an unrestricted free agent. And someone else signs him. Yeah. You you still would rather do that than trade Drummond? Well, I think it just depends on like what deal what, you can get. Yeah, if you get a trade piece for a young guy on, who has multiple years on his contract, then it seems worth it, especially if it's a young guy who you think can kind of be that that forward that seems like they're kind of missing right now. Chetty Osmond's fine. Kem, KPJ's okay, but, like, they need another guy in Okoro's there. Okoro's supposed to, like, be they, that's what you draft Okoro to do. Not be, like, the big four, four but, like, a three, that forward. Yeah, I think they just kind of have, like, a lot of, like, good players, but but they would need ah, they're some, missing some great a, They're players. missing a star for sure. So they, I think the Pacers do well. I think the Cavs remains to be seen. I, I, the Oladipo, the picks are great for Houston. The Oladipo thing also remains to be seen. I think automatically, even if it's just Harden, KD, I mean, Stephen A is saying that Kyrie, Kyrie should retire. I think Kyrie will be back in a couple of weeks. And I think there's just no, they're so good at basketball, the three of them. And KD is so unselfish. And say what you will about Harden, he is a great facilitator. And ditto, Kyrie does not, Kyrie could be comfortable scoring like 17 to 20 points a game and just, again, keep the ball moving. Joe I, I mean, I guess, I guess he's like the wild card in the whole thing, right? Like, I, I kind of have no doubt that James and Kevin are going to work 
really, really well together. Dude, they're two of the they're two of the top five best players in the world. Yeah, they're two of the top twenty five best players ever. There's no our, one of our roommates who who wanted to shout out on the show. We will try to work that in later. This weird <laughs> request. Talking a lot about the roommates today. I know the you know because I, I maybe it's in the back of my mind they wanted a second roomie episode. That's what it was, Nick. That's was the, that was another request. The people loved the roommate episode. The people loved. It. I mean, what's not? How can you not? Well, love we were it? bummed about it. Talk about a we, Kyrie Wild card. Nick wasn't involved in it. We were bummed about it because Nick wasn't involved in it. But that is a wild card. I'm not a roommate, though. So. Yeah, Nick, you are not technically not a roommate. <laughs> Close, uh, maybe I'll do a show with my roommates. Yeah, that'd be fun. Closest thing to it, except one of your roommates has possibly the worst worst take, take of all of time. All that's that's our content tomorrow. Goodness gracious. Like get ready for some serious Draymond Green content tomorrow because that's that's what I'm pushing. Um, but his yeah, poll, his poll is in his favor though on Twitter. So. Yeah, his yeah, poll his poll with his 320 Bostonian Boston followers yeah. that are like that would blow KG in the back alley. <laughs> yeah, that the, that poll, your poll can ligma from the back. I think the Houston deal. I need to see what they do with Oladipo. I think the Nets. Could be the favorite. I think the Bucks. If you look at their point differential, the Bucks are really picking it up. I think they're finding their groove. Unfortunately, I think their move has been made, and that's this is what they're rolling with. I think the Celtics conceivably can't really do anything because you can't trade Jalen or Jason. And if you want to make a move, you kind of have to trade Kemba, but you can't trade him right now because he's not healthy. The only team that can really the Pacers have made their move. It looks like bringing in Levert. I don't think they're going to do anything splashy. The only I, the Heat. I think why not stand pat because you can't give up Harrow, you can't give up Robinson, you can't give up Adebayo. Everything's working. You just went to the finals. I know things aren't off to a great start, but I think they'll kind of fall in place as well. The only team that can conceivably conceivably make a move in the East to try to you know match the firepower of the Nets or what everyone thinks the Nets' firepower could be is the 76ers. I think they did a great job not giving up Simmons. I think Embiid's playing his best basketball. I think the best is yet to come. I think Maxi. I'm not saying he's going to be a star, but I think he's going to be a very good contributor for this team. Now, do you give up Maxi now that people have seen his value, though, and try and get a Bradley Beal? Do you try to beat Dallas to get Bradley Beal? Because I think Dallas has to be in the mix. Denver has to be in the mix. Lakers are set. Clippers are pretty set. I love what you said earlier, Nick, about when you texted us about the Kyle Lowry thing to the Clippers, that could be very interesting if they can make that work. Yeah. He should de- the Raptors need to blow this thing up. They are sitting on a lot of gems. Siakam, Van Vliet, Lowry. They can get some serious... They're 2-8 and eight right now. They're 2-8. and eight. They signed Siakam. But who wants Siakam's contract, though? No one wants that. You don't think he's... I like Siakam. I think he's worth the money. No chance. He's not a top 25 player in the league. Top 35 player in the league. Maybe. I don't know. He looked really terrible last year in the bubble, and he's not started off well. So I he had just, a great game the other night. You give him the reins, and he hasn't really done anything. I don't, I mean, think, he, I don't think he's a give him the reins kind of guy. Well, that's they did. That's what they, that, paid, okay, him. So say, they, that's what they yeah. paid him for. I will say his brother, Boris, very nice guy, bought me a drink in Cabo. That is... <laughs> <laughs> That's a Nikki Snacks cutter. That's like that's <laughs> that's enough. Like you should be the, the biggest diehard Pascal Siakam fan, Nick. And I feel okay. like it's it's justified. Ready for this? What if they kind of what if that's the Cavs move? They go for Siakam? He's a good fit for them. I, right? I think that yeah, I think he, he would kinda meld pretty well with them and you don't like give him all the responsibility of facilitating the offense. You can still let Sexton do his thing. Would y'all would you want to give up? Who would they give up? They're giving up. They're giving up either Sexton or Garland to get Siakam. Give they're they're not right? going. They're not going to give up. Sexton. They won't give up Sexton. He's the most valuable player on their team. You trade. You trade Garland for him. 
Yeah, that's fine. You make you pull that trigger. For sure. Yeah. I think so. That's a no that's so. a no brainer. I don't well, I'm curious to see what the Mavs what the teams in the West do because now the East has made their the East has made themselves themselves known. The team to make the move now is Philly to try to answer them because I don't think everyone else is kind of, you know, handheld. Does Dallas, Denver, do the Suns even do the Jazz get involved for like a Blake Griffin? Do the Sun the Suns aren't doing anything. The Suns are chilling. They've made their move. I think for the Blazers are, are chilling as well. Because um, they've already kind of not made a trade, but McCollum's taken that ne- again. Another guy like Sabonis, someone, another guy like Jalen Brown is taking a step up for MVP. Someone's gonna get Beal. Someone's getting Beal. Right. Beal's going in the next couple weeks. It's just who. I think I think I, the Nuggets are a good fit. We put that up on our poll earlier, and I think that's a great fit. I think it has to be them because Dallas is getting so what KP are they, back. What do they? What do the Nuggets have to get? Do they have to give up Michael Porter Jr.? See ya. I would make that trade for sure in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, both teams actually would make that trade. The Wizards have the of Wizards. course Bradley Beal is uh, he's awesome. He's a ho- awesome. <laughs> yeah, the he's he's, he's leading. And PPG. Right like now. 35 points per game. The Wizards are in a situation kind of similar to the Cavs when the Cavs took on Isaiah Thomas and he was hurt. The Wizards have taken on Russell Westbrook and Russell Westbrook is hurt. He's now pushed back. He's out for another month now. They took on an injured Russell Westbrook. The experiment not only is not going to work, it never had a shot to work now that we're seeing. They have to get rid of Bradley Beal. They can get a lot from him. Denver's got to step up. I don't know if Dallas, Dallas doesn't have the draft capital. Luka is, again, a top five player. KP is coming back. And I think, what, how, they were, if we were like we were out like four guys tonight and we won by like 15. If everyone's fully healthy in Dallas, I don't think they have much of an issue. No. I think a team that needs, the, the Jazz and the Nuggets need to make moves. The Jazz need to add somebody. Yeah. Somebody. Get, get, get yourself Blake Griffin. Figure it out. Who can the can the Clippers? Who would they give up so make, to make a move? DeRozan, too. DeRozan, the Clippers. No, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't, they don't have any draft capital because they gave it all away from the PG trade. Right. Um, I mean, there's not a ton of young guys on that roster either. It, it's just it's gonna be interesting what the what they do to move around stuff. It has know? to be like a Canard. He's like the P. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Canard would be the focal point. I don't even know if they need to do anything. I really don't. Uh, they're the second best team in the West right now. They have Kawhi Leonard, who won the finals two years ago. And, and Paul George. Yeah. You have two, again, top 15 players. I don't know if you need to do anything if you're the Clippers. And Ibaka, uh, he won the finals too. Great Lucky call. Him. I keep fucking for They have Ibaka. Such Ibaka a, is Such excellent. a huge addition for them. Ibaka is, is great for what he has to be. The Jazz, the Nuggets need to make a move. Ditto with the Sixers. Because not because they're going to be caught in no man's land, but I think they was, those are three teams. One of them needs to get Bradley Beal. And I think if they, they could be in serious contention. If it's the Nuggets or, or the Sixers, those are some dangerous teams. Are, are the Nets better if Kyrie doesn't come back? <laughs> no. They need him. No. They need no, Kyrie. no, no. It's Kyrie. It's, I dislike him as much as anybody, but it is still Kyrie Irving. And but there's also that that like I of course I think you guys yeah correct answer there but I I do think that there's a there's a chance that he also that he like burns it down that he ruins it for them like just as much as I he could know. he could win it for him I think he could ruin it for him I don't know I don't I, think we could I don't think we can think in that like narrative hypothetical where we're talking about his locker room and like his personality like you gotta you guys gotta talk about how he plays on the court he's not playing he's he's. Well, when he does play, dude, right? This reminds me of like To all over again. I mean, I yeah, right? I just like, it just doesn't seem like this guy like, cares about 
basketball. Does he has, have a no trade clause? I have no idea. I, I'm not. They, I read something somewhere that he would have been who, in a Houston deal if KD okayed it. I don't think KD. I think KD put the kibosh on that. Hmm. Which honestly, if I was Brooklyn, I would have rather fucking traded Kyrie than Karis Levert. Yeah, of course. Too many headaches, man. It's too many. It's just a lot of negative energy around the team. I don't. I think James Harden's gonna be happy and and, and placated, and he's gonna and he's gonna do his thing in in, in Brooklyn and and thrive. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to see the boys get back together. Yeah, yeah I mean it'll Kate, be it'll Katie be cool Harden. for them. I'm kind of a Harden hater, not what he does on the court, but just kind of the way he does it. Sometimes the the style of play is frustrating to watch, but I think it'll I think it'll change. Like you're talking about Josh, with, now that he's playing with Kevin, and it's finally like a guy who who demands respect, and I think like they both give each other respect because yeah. they both. They're they're boys. Um, and they have. This is they, definitely the biggest. This is like we're talking about Zack Snyder before we got on the show because our next show is our three hundredth. Yeah. Um, we have days but, to get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, you know he he's directing or a Gerard new. Butler. Yeah, or Gerard Butler. Should right, we just exactly. email both in tomorrow and just be straight up with him? And be like, look, we just had McConaughey on. There's no more of a fitting guy <laughs> than either of those guys. We I mean, might as well. I'm down. I'm down to just fucking shoot the shot. Be like, listen, it's our 300th just, just show. Just do it with both those guys. If they both say yes, then we've got two great guests for episode 300. There you go. That'd be 10 out of 10. It's getting the, the email is going to be great. But he's uh, he's editing right now a revised cut of the Justice League movie. And yeah. this is like the reverse Justice League. I don't know what the opposite of the, I don't know a... comics well enough to know the opposite of the Justice League, but whatever the bad version of that is, like these this is the biggest like crew of quote unquote villains in sports that we've ever seen. All the bad guys are united. You could also we could also get Lena Headey. What? We could also get Lena Lena Headey. We okay. Yeah, she was in. Uh, she was Cersei? in. This, yeah, Cersei. she's she's in three hundred. That's right. Forgot about that. Cersei Lannister. Yeah. She's the go, dude. Oh, she's like one of my all time TV crushes. She's yes, great. this is like Suicide Squad. This Suicide is this, Squad. This is what this is. Yeah. Which is no offense to that. I know, maybe Zack Snyder. I don't know who directed that one, but <laughs> it could be. It wasn't him. Okay, good, because it, it was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> and it wasn't because I was stoned. It was just. And that if it bad. was him, if it was him, then we'll just edit this out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go back to the future. All right, let's get into another segment. Basketball is great. Um, let's get into pack your bags, take a fork in yourself. You're done. Pack your bags, Pete. Pack your bags. Go back to nowhere, Phil. Take a fork in them. They're done. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Pack your bags, stick a fork in yourself, you're done. A lot of pack your bags. We'll just stick with the pack your bags. The last part is a little negative, but these are good pack your bags. We haven't touched on baseball. Knicks Padres have made a bevy of moves, acquiring Blake Snell and you Darvish. And a big signing. The Mets trade I'm some kid. Yeah, and he's he's going for rookie of the year. The Mets signed trade for Frankie Lindor. The White Sox signed Liam Hendricks to a fat deal and trade had have traded. We've already discussed this briefly, but have traded for Lance Lynn. 
a lot of moves have yet to be made, but some big moves have been made. Is this a hot take for me to say? I think the Braves and the Dodgers will make the playoffs, the five-team playoff, as both wild card teams. If everybody wow. is fully healthy. You seriously saying my Padres are going to win the division? They, if Darvish is what he did last year, if Snell was what he did last year, if Snell is Snell and Darvish is Darvish. And if Lamette is healthy, of course. And if Lamette is healthy. But I, you don't, there's a lot of questions surrounding that. I mean, You don't seem optimistic specu- about that. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of speculation because they're still looking to add another arm into the rotation. They're talking about Tanaka. They're talking about um, uh, Perez. They're talking about um, you know bringing in another veteran like Archer. So they Ugh, need someone God. in the back. Exactly. They need someone in the back part of the of the rotation. Are they not going to bring up Mac? speculation? Well, the speculation is that Lamette gets hurt. And yeah. It's Tommy John because yeah. he did go out at the end of the season. He couldn't play in the playoffs. Um, I mean, they already don't have Clevenger. And he'll be back for 2022 and 2023. But right. uh, they got to play for right now because they've got a good team on paper right now. Oh, totally. You always got this is a player. This is a win now. Team. This is a win now team for sure. hundred percent. And the thing, my thinking is this: the Dodgers are losing Turner. I, I still think that it's a very hot take because I still think the Dodgers should be the favorite. Nothing's really. It's changed. a hot take because they just came off the World Series, and game. nothing's changed. It's a hot take. Besides Turner and Kike, but I, like, is that no? That mean eh. Diddley squad. They can replace that easily. I think the. I think it's less of a hot take to think. Look, the Phillies looks like they're not going to resign Real Muto. They're not making any other moves otherwise, or big moves, yeah, which is a mistake. They're flopping they on botched, this Bryce, the Harper deal. They botched, they botched their, uh, their organization by signing Bryce Harper. Botch it. This is the, they are the angels of the East. They are the angels of the NL. They are the angels of the NL. They are blowing this thing to an nth degree. They should never have made that move. The Nationals, I still think, will have a bounce back year but are vulnerable. I don't think the Marlins, and this is not because we beefed on Twitter, <laughs> are going to be what they were last year. I think the Mets are in prime position. The Braves' rotation just is not like... It's just so shaky to me. And Ozuna's not coming back. I think that out of all the years that we've been doing this show, three years, yes, you've always been high on the Mets. And I know because you know your dad's a diehard Mets fan. Yes. John from Long Island. Yes. But I think this is the year where I actually agree with you that the Mets will win their division and they'll make a strong playoff push. Because <laughs> the rotation's insane. It always is. Yeah. I mean, when DeGrom is leading and if you get Syndergaard healthy, you got Stroman. That's a great rotation. Carrasco. Now they, Carrasco now they in the deal. And they got Carrasco in this trade as well. Yeah. Which is huge. Got Lindor playing shortstop. Alonzo at first. Like, th- this is a great fucking team. Oh, dude. McNeil at second. All-star. Conforto. McNeil at second. It was great. Conforto was supreme last year. You didn't trade Dom Smith. He can play. He's a weak glove, but he could play him and left. They, they need a center. They're going to try to get JBJ. Springer. For, I mean, I, I've been... Springer was the hot name for a while, and I thought he was actually going to sign with you guys on Christmas Day. But well, I'm not a Mets fan. I'm, I'm a so- I, the Sox. I have no idea no, what's you, going on. Your there. second team. Sorry. My second team. Yeah, <laughs> the Sox are trading Ben and Tenney, and that's realistically all I want to see. <laughs> the The thing is with the Mets, though, I don't know if giving Springer all that cash is the move. I don't know if giving Bauer all that cash is the move. At this point, your bats are so good. You have the Polar Bear. You have Lindor. You have J.D. Davis, you have Dom Smith, you have McNeil, you sign James McCann, who's a decent hitter for a catcher and a great glove. I think you go glove in center field and try to bring J.B.J., who's like, yeah, listen, he can't hit the red side of a barn, but he's infinitely cheaper. You have the DeGrominator. The NL Central is hot garbage, is a dumpster fire. 
The Brewers, no man's land. Cardinals, they'll be competitive somehow, but not hot on paper. Cubs blowing it up. Chris Bryant's still available. Wilson Contreras, the, the Marlins can make a move for him. So And then the Pirates stink on ice. Pirates stink. Yeah. And the Reds they missed. Might, they the, could be the worst team in baseball. And the Reds could be competitive, but I think they've missed their window as well. They're going to have to yeah, kind I think of take they a step did. back. It's, it's kind of telling because there's a lot of rumors swirling around Sonny Gray trade and the Luis Castillo trade, which, I mean, the Reds are – I still think there's potential there, but, like, if you're going to trade Luis Castillo, like, that's – all right, that that means you're you're laying all your cards on the table. Well, they traded Iglesias already. He's already gone, right? Yeah. So but they... Luis Castillo is a young arm who could like lead the league in strikeouts and maybe ERA as well. I mean, he's no, he's great, and so is Sonny Gray. He's, he's entering his prime. They could still sign Bauer if they sign Bauer. Look, the Reds. If you're the Reds, you have to look <clears> at the situation and be like, we could still sign Trevor Bauer conceivably, and the Cubs are folding. The Cardinals are he's... in. Bauer's unpredictable. He could sign anywhere. Well, yeah, but they give you show them the money. Then they'll sign with you. It's very simple. Look, baseball is kind of wide open, in my opinion. I think there's teams. You look at the Tigers. You look at the Mariners. You know, they are where the Padres were like a couple of years ago. They're building the farm, getting a lot of young guys in there. I think the Twins yeah. have some young guys. The Twins... Or I think the Twins will take a step back, but they'll still kind of be in the mix. I think Sox take a step up. I think they win that division. Oh, I think the Sox could be the best team in the AL. Yeah. Snell's gone from Tampa. They always figure it out. The Yankees, there's a lot of weird shit going on in New York. There's a lot of things. If I'm a Yankee fan, I'm not Just a sign sp- LeMahieu. Just do it. They're not giving Pull him. The they're not giving him what he wants. So that is a Which big. Which is crazy bag. because they've always given people what they want. Why is now the time? To I don't know why Cashman's getting stingy now. I think, I, I don't, and I don't. I think Cole and Bauer don't like each other despite playing on the same team. I don't know what how much truth there is to that, but I don't think they're bringing in Trevor Bauer. Case in point, the Yankees have a great. Wait, when did Cole and Bauer play in the same team? UCLA. Oh, college, college, college. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I thought you were talking about MLB. No, 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 never. Uh, in college, the Astros are going to take a step back. The AL was pretty wide open, and that's why a team like Toronto, who's got it, who can really do what you y'all did with Manny yeah, Machado, I mean, and they young. can sign Springer. They have Lad. They have Bichette. They have Biggio. They have all these young bats. In they have Hernandez. They have all these young they don't bats. Have pitching. They sign Ryu, or you go and sign Bauer. You sack up and sign Bauer. If you're going to give Springer that money, you might as well give that money to Bauer, in my opinion. Are any of these, you were talking about Luis Castillo, young arm, obviously, but there's a lot of old arms that are still available. Are any of them worth grabbing for any of these teams that are right on the cusp? Like Wainwright and like Kluber? Or like Kluber. I've heard a lot of like Yankees, Kluber murmurs. Yeah, I I think Kluber definitely, I mean, he did a workout for like 25 teams the other day. Yeah, he auditioned. I don't know. I mean, he's going to find himself on a roster. I mean, he, teams still need a fourth and fifth starter. Right. That's, that's not a bad fourth and fifth starter. I mean, the guy is a multiple Cy Young, time, Cy Young Award winner. It's just sure. a, you got he, Hamels out there, too. Yeah, it's how yeah, healthy they are, these Hamels. guys. It's like, are these guys healthy, though? If they're healthy, then yeah. I mean, give me that. Give me Hamels. Give me Kluber as my three or four. Dude, <clears throat> 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. To be honest, if I'm a, as a Padre fan, yeah. I, I'm for the idea of going after like Archer or Hamels for one year. Just until Clevenger gets healthy to the next year, I think Archer is your fifth starter. I think Archer, no offense to him, is one of the most overrated pitchers we've of but, our generation. Well, here's the thing: he he's got he's got a chip on his shoulder now, right? He's had some bad years. 
Um, but if you reunite him with Snell, you reunite him with uh, Tommy Pham, you know, some familiar faces, maybe that kind of lifts his spirits a little bit. You know, God, it's a I new feel... it's a new setting. He goes to the West Coast. He's never played on the West Coast. He's only played for East Coast teams. You know, it's a contender. He doesn't have to be the ace of the ball club. I mean, he's he's still pretty young. I mean, he's like in his early 30s. I forgot y'all had fam. I forgot y'all had fam. If the DH stays in the NL next year, it's going to be huge for us. He should do it. I, I really, really need it. And he's, Manfred's not decided yet. He is a, a bat, baseball's back. And my opinion of Matt, Rob Manfred has not changed. Surprise, surprise. L7 weenie, 10 out of 10 loser for giving grades out today. It's just he's, unfortunate, I, y'all. He's the, out, of, out of the four commissioners in, in big sports, he's, he's the worst. Dude, gun to my head, brains on the floor. I don't even know who the commissioner is for the runs, NHL. At least Goodell runs a tight ship. Dude, Rob Manfred is a joke. He's such a joke that you can't even make fun of him. How can, you can't take the deal out of the it's – it's such a bad decision to for, bring it in and out. Well, to bring it in and out, and also because look at what the part, part of the like the hottest part of the baseball narrative last year outside of the playoffs was Knicks Padres and Slam Diego. Like that, that made so much noise, and yeah. that doesn't necessarily. I mean, oh like, yeah, you guys are still bombing. Obviously, if you don't have the DH, but it just it, it just right. amplifies well, the bats and kind of the performance so, aspect that we're trying to pull more people into baseball. Duh. There's another there's another veteran big name free agent out there right now that the Padres have been considering hmm. if the, the DH comes back to the NL. Nelly? That's Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Well, that's what I'd, be so, his... I'd be so down for. Boomstick? That's Dude. why he hasn't signed. He hasn't yeah. signed yet because he's holding out to see if he has more offers. For Dude, NL that guy's soldier boy cranked up. It can happen. Oh, yeah. If you're the Padres. I mean, he's 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 in his 40s now, but whatever. He almost had an MVP season last. <laughs> doesn't oh, really, it doesn't really matter. Tom Brady's in his age. And, he's, and thing. he's really close to Machado. Dude, he doesn't play the field. So all he has to do there as long as his hand eye is fine, he just has to get in his health. So he's had oblique issues in the past, but as long as he just gets in there and swings the bat, that's it. It's all he has yeah. to do. Yeah, that'd be I a crazy him. move. I think the AL is the AL is considerably weaker. Like when we had in basketball, when the West is better than the East, it's one of those situations. You know what's funny is you brought up the Angels and you said how uh, you know the Phillies are the Angels of the NL. MLB put out a graphic today on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Um, previewing or, or predicting like the next 10 world series matchups and winners. And one of them they was had the An- they had the angels losing to the Dodgers in 2022. There's no way that the angels make it to the world series in two years. I will blow myself. I'll blow myself in front of everybody. Well, you'll have y'all to, pick uh, this up. You'll have to <laughs> Facebook live. No, I'll do, remo- it li- I'll do it. I'll do it. You'll have to remove live. a rib before you can do that. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> I'll start taking some of these Instagram yoga There's classes. There's no way though. There's no that I can blow myself. Or there's, <laughs> <laughs> you have a, there's a better chance that you can blow yourself than the Angels making the World Series in two years. I agree. I agree. I'm with you on that. Trout or no trout, Rendon or no Rendon, they that organization just does not know how to win, and they don't have any pitching. That's always been the thing for them. Yeah, I'll put it out. I'll put out a tweet tomorrow. If Bauer, if Bauer signs with the Angels, maybe he changes a little bit. I will blow myself in public. I, I, I give the I give the blow yourself, and Angels make it the one series a 50-50 shot. It's a toss up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a ridiculous. That's they're just trying to play trap. Um, all right, let's get into some money. Let's get into some football real quick to close this out. 
next segment. Save that money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Yeah, I got them up right now. So you show me to give all the picks? Save that money. Save that money, money, money. Brought to you by Nikki Snacks Crowder. And kind of toss. You've been on the hot stick. You've been betting a lot recently. Here and there. Here and there. You always have a little skin in the game. Tell you what, it's hard to it's hard to bet on the NBA right now just because uh, everything's in flux with all these guys going down, people injured, COVID, uh, yeah. knocking guys out here and there. If you're not if you don't if you don't have your finger on the pulse, it's hard to it's hard to hit those bets. But one thing we do yeah. know is uh, these teams coming into the playoffs, second round of the playoffs in the NFL. I mean, we we know what they're bringing to the table, and what better time to bet on football than in the playoffs? Yeah, no better time. No better time. All right, Nick, what do you like in what games? All right. Well, we got four games, divisional Boom. round. Um, you know, this is a really interesting week, I think, because the favorites look really good on paper. All yes, of them, in my opinion. But I'm going to start with. Uh, the game in Green Bay, Rams versus the Packers. The line is at six and a half. Now, Josh, you did say that you think that the Rams are a sneaky team. Yes. Correct? I think the Packers I'm gonna, are going to beat I'm, them. I'm, I'm riding with you on that. I okay. I think the Packers are going are gonna to win that, but I think the Rams cover six and a half. I kind of am into that. I can get behind that. Feels like a good value bet for sure. It feels like a good value bet for sure. I think Especially the if Goff is playing. Goff looks like he's I mean, he didn't look a hundred percent, but another week under his belt, they're gonna get the game plan going there. I think that it's gonna be a pretty close matchup. Um, six and a half sounds pretty good to me, honestly. There are two players on the Rams that I think other than Goff that are big difference makers, and it's Cam Akers and Aaron Donald. If they can kind of get Akers, you know, the Packers defense is good better than the Seahawks, but if they can get Akers going like they did and kind of keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hand, plus having Aaron Donald there and having Jalen Ramsey on Devontae Adams, it's just not an ideal matchup for Green Bay. I'm not, I think they're going to win, but I yeah. think that 6.5 is, is a good pick. It's such a nice position for the Rams' offense to be, especially you know bringing Goff back. He's nursing the injury. When you have a rookie running back who has, you know, we talked about this last week or last show that like a lot of the rookie running backs ha- didn't get their time of day, but Cam Akers definitely did, and he is he's like in prime form. You don't in the think season. so? He, he got, you don't think a lot of rookie running backs got their shot? I think a lot of them got their shot, but uh, but they didn't necessarily get enough carries to kind of find their rhythm. Okay. I think it, I think a lot of them did. I mean, yeah. we, we're seeing you know like Gibson and Taylor and Akers who are and. and and even uh, in Dobbins, like those guys are all active, and they're all Swift. Some of them are the main ga- the main back. They became the main back. back. They became the main back. But point being, Acres is absolutely their workhorse guy. Fresh legs, right? It's his first. It's his first season, mm-hmm. and he hasn't been running twenty five carries a game throughout the entirety of the season. So he's ready to go. Right. So you can you can literally give him the reins. You can give him the reins this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, next game, uh, the night game on Saturday, we got. Baltimore heading to Buffalo. That is a that's now, the I love one. I really like Buffalo this year. I'm a big fan. We've both been high on Josh Allen because they're on, on our fantasy teams. Yeah. Um they're a scary team. I do think that they have the best shot of knocking off the Chiefs. But I think that the Baltimore's gonna win this game. 
what is it? Are they minus two, Nick? Something like so that. So the line is minus. The line is plus two and a half for Baltimore. So minus two for for uh, for Buffalo. But there's a slight reverse line movement going on right now. It opened at plus three. Now it's plus two and a half for Baltimore. And I think that's a good bet. So I, would honestly, te- take money, technically, I would honestly take money line there. Technically an upset. Yeah. Wow. You would you would go money line? Yeah. yeah I mean, at that point. It's, it's you, the closest game. It's the closest game out of the four games here, line-wise. But I just think that there's something different about this year for Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying he's going to go out and beat Pat Mahomes. But I do think they're making the AFC Championship. I think tough. I'm, it's a tough place to play. I think I'm with you. I think the Ravens are going to win this game. I, I think I have. I yeah. I I would be on the opposite side of the coin from you guys on this one. You're you're going to think the Bills are going to win. I think the Bills are going to win. I just the the defense looked great against Tennessee, which their offense is not much worse than the Bills. I think if you can kind of not clamp, but put somebody really in just, you have Marlon Humphrey, you have Marcus Peters, switch him off on digs. Mm. If you can really hold dig, if you can hold, if you, they hold, it's tough. Good luck. But if they hold digs to under 100 yards, they win this game. Well, that's the thing. I think Baltimore's secondary is strong. They're stronger than Tennessee's secondary for sure. And Tennessee. Buffalo, ten- we said it last week, their run game doesn't really scare us that much. At in all. In terms of their running backs. No. Unless Josh Allen's running the ball, but. You can't do that consistently. They somehow I mean, signed like Devonta Freeman, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw that. I didn't see that, but that's that's interesting. How is that you know possible? That, who's the guy who... Look, Marshawn Lynch got see, signed I, in the playoffs last year. Right, right. I'm saying it's kind of confusing because there was a guy who played on the Colts last week. Jared Veldier. Who's going to play for the Packers this week because he was on the practice squad. Because if you're on the practice squad, like Devonta Freeman's you're on, not the on the Giants the, practice squad. The man roster, you're so on you the 53-man roster, so you can kind of like... Be bounce around. So the Bills picked that, up Devonta Freeman. What's his name? Jared. Jared. What? Veldier. Veldier. He's getting like a, J- a get out of jail free card right now. Hundred percent. Second chance. It's he gets crazy. a mulligan. Gets to go to the Packers and potentially play in the Super Bowl. It's a great mulligan, honestly. Um. Yeah. So we are. So you're on the Bills. We're on the Ravens. I think that's gonna be the best game. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. It'll be fun. It's the it's the Saturday night game on NBC. Good game. I'm just riding. I'm riding. Al Michaels Collinsworth. Riding Bills Rico, Mafia. In Buffalo, I hate this because I actually this is the only time I, I I've hated the Ravens Toss, my whole if, life, but now I like them. Toss if if I was betting with my heart, I would bet the Bills, but I'm betting with my head. So betting with your head, betting with your head, and I'm betting a little bit with my heart, I guess, because yeah. I'm slightly enamored with Josh Allen at this point in time. But Diggs is just like I think it's it's a tough task to stop that guy. That guy is no, yeah, I that mean, guy Diggs, has proven Diggs, like we can't. Diggs you know, led the lead in yards this season. He was one of the most electric receivers there was. He yeah. was also my fans team. I love him too. But I, I don't know, man. I just think that yeah, the, so the Ravens are tough. They ain't no slouch. Ain't especially no slouch. when it comes to playoffs. No, and they're and they run the fuck out of the football. And if you're taking coaching, I mean I'm I'm taking Harbaugh any day over McDermott. I'm a yes, but I like McDermott. I love Mc. I actually love McDermott. I like him I too. Just, it, it's they're thirteen been three. It's been tough. One a Super Bowl. It's, yeah. it's been tough for people to slow down this Bills offense. If they get cooking, if he gets dialed in, they can, I, in do trouble. you guys think that the Ravens can outscore them like in a shootout? I if it gets to a shootout, no, because if it gets to a shootout, they're in trouble. Like because if it's if it, if I don't it, know if, if they're in trouble. If it's a shootout, you know they, they had a shootout with Cleveland. True. On a Monday night, like, like five, four or five weeks back, and Lamar fucking did it. Yeah, he, d- he did it. But to I, I mean, Josh Allen's better. Yeah, let's poop jo- his pants. Josh, Josh Allen's better than Baker Mayfield, though. 
and he has be- he's better. He's better than Baker. Yeah, Mayfield. but better ba- than Ma- not, Baker Mayfield in the air. And I think it's that, not like Baker Mayfield regardless. didn't put up. Baker Mayfield put up forty seven points. I understand the argument that Josh Allen is better than Baker Mayfield, but you're arguing that the Baltimore offense can't win in a shootout, and they obviously can. It's a good point. They have. Yeah, I mean they've done it. They've done it against a, a team that has a tremendous defense and a really good runoff rush rushing attack. So, I yeah, Biggest but you're right. But you're right. They they came back and Lamar Jackson did it, and he on his shoulders brought that team to victory after the poop. Yeah. <laughs> it's the well, biggest toss-up to me. For me, Baltimore money line, or if you don't want to get that ballsy, plus two and a half. Great. I don't really see the, the value in no taking point two points, in that, but, but yeah. whatever. Um, we'll keep it uh, with the AFC, the early game on Sunday. Cleveland head into Kansas City. I think there's no chance that Cleveland wins this game. Kansas City's not going to get knocked right away. But 10 points is a lot of points. They've, they've played a lot of close games this season. That is but a lot. That is a fuck ton of points. It's a lot of points, but I'm sticking with Kansas City minus ten. They're not fucking around. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like, this is the first game that they're playing in the playoffs. You best believe they have every single game plan known to man happening for this game. They're gonna cover. They're gonna I've, win by two touchdowns. Okay. That Cleveland team looked good. I know the steel. I know we've been hating on the no, Steelers. No, they looked great. They, they looked, looked great. They looked lethal. But that's a tough line. That's a really that tough line. That is a tough over line. Party's over. Casey. I, th- I think it's a fool's trap. I think it's a trap bet if you take Cleveland plus 10. I like the terminology you're using. It's You're, 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 you're a good salesman, Nicholas. So that's that's oh, that, that, that's one you. thing. Sell me it's this the, pen. The, yeah, sell me this pen. The word fool's trap is making me is making me want to go. I, it, it is a really tough line, but I liked. I would like to think KC – comes out and just makes a statement because there have been a lot of close games this year and they make that, hey, this is the playoffs kind of statement and we aren't dicking around. We have Kelsey, we have Cheetah, we have Mahomes, the best one, two, three punch in the right. game. And and if you... I get it. it you're, it's not fuck around time anymore. No. They were they, they like... They, they were games where... They, like, can, they can... they could Those games earlier in the season, they could let off the gas and Pat would bring them back at the end of the game yeah. and win it. We saw it multiple times having Travis Kelsey touchdowns in the end zone. Tyree kill touchdowns right. at the end zone to win the game. Like they need to make Baker beat them. They need to stack the hell out of that box and make Baker take him out. Yeah. And then if you get in a throwing match between Pat Mahomes and Baker Mayfield, no discredit to Baker, Baker Mayfield. He's been just, great. Yeah. He's been great by the way. It's it's just Pat Mahomes is the better Texas tech red Raider. Second, second half of the season. Mayfield has one pick. Um, Nick last game though for you. Last game is of, of the playoffs for the divisional round. Um, it's the late game. On Sunday, Tampa Bay versus New Orleans, Brady versus Breeze, one last dance. This is the toughest one for me, honestly. And there's that narrative saying that Brady's never lost to a team twice or three times in a season. Yeah. Well, that's because he's been playing against the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins. He's been in the Jets. I, I'm sticking with, with the Saints. What's um, the line? They're minus, they're minus three. Um, I think it's going to be a very close game. But I'm sticking with the Saints because I want the narrative, and I, I think the narrative is gonna is gonna happen where the Saints make it to the Super Bowl. Breeze's last dance. They're fully healthy now. Kamara is unbelievable. I don't think the Bucks have an answer for Kamara. They have a lot of weak spots in their defense. That it's I mean they're supposed to be this hot defense, but sometimes they look really shoddy when they break when the plays more... break up. They're very they don't right. they don't close well, and then when the plays break up. Their defense is exposed. Right. I'm taking the Saints minus three here. 
uh, Brady's going to lose three times to a team this season. It's a tough one. That is a tough one. Yeah, I mean, if you want to stroll, yeah, it's you the can, biggest toss-up for me. You can stroll yeah. down like both of narrative. Both the narrative streets are, are are nice little journeys, and they're both very touching. Either way, it feels like you're kind of betting with your heart. No matter no matter which bet you pick yeah, in this, this one, is, yeah, for sure, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I I mean, I think that I I feel like your intuition is is pretty sound here, Nick, and I have a hard time disagreeing with you. The part that I disagree with is I think that the Saints win this game and then they lose the next game in the NFC Championship. Heartbreak again for to New Orleans. For New, yeah, to the Packers. And then a heartbreak again for the New Orleans fans. And I, it's, it's brutal, but I think that's what's going to happen. I think, uh, I think the Packers are on a war path to the Super Bowl. That I agree with. I think the, 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 the deciding factor in this game is not Breeze and it's not Kamara and it's not Michael Thomas. It's just the Saints defense. Can it be the if they can well, they, yeah. I mean if they could cover Antonio Brown, Godwin, and Evans. It is a lot. So many weapons. That's a tall that's a tall task. So, yeah, Stopping just Stephon Diggs is one guy, but all those different guys that is, is that's, a lot. But here's the thing. Brady doesn't do best under pressure. Right. Now that their their defensive line is fully healthy and ready to go, maybe maybe those receivers don't get theirs. It's I, this is a game. It's Brady's got it's Brady versus the defense, man. It is going to be, it's going to be a good one. But the Brady the, versus the defense. And normally, when that happens, Tom Brady wins. I know. Like normally, and we it's need, never normal. We need we need Drew to fucking. He can't do what he did in the first half of last week. That can't happen. Bears no. defense is a little better than the Bucks, but that can't happen. You can't be you can't be going into the second half against Brady. Only putting up seven to ten points. Look, I don't think it's out of the question for the Bucks to miraculously their defense to mirac- miraculously show up this game and be dynamite. Oh, Absolutely. for sure. No, yeah, I, that's definitely not out of the question. But it's a tough one. I don't know, man. Th- this season has kind of been too poetic, and I think that that Breeze definitely goes out with a bang. I'm rooting for Drew, even though I don't even know who I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for both. I think I'm rooting for Tom because I love the idea of him just. Flipping the bird to Belichick, I think it's I think it's great. I just hate the whole uh, because he's already flipped the bird. I he's mean, Belichick flipped. didn't make the playoffs, but I, it's not like it's two different things. It's I, I we'll get into it's, that after it's the season. The, I, for the legacy standpoint, it's unbelievable if Tom Brady wins a championship with the Buccaneers. It's unbelievable. Yes, look, I just said I just and said from that the legacy standpoint, it's also unbelievable for Breeze to go out in the Super Bowl. Too unbelievable. Yes, thing. it's Thanks unbelievable for Patrick Mahomes to win too, and it's unbelievable hey, for Aaron you know Rodgers what? to win as well. There's so many great storylines that, that could happen. Our boy Matthew McConaughey, our boy Matthew McConaughey, wrote in his book, he doesn't believe in the world. He doesn't believe in the word unbelievable. That's true. That's true. Because everything's true. Unbelievable. I think Green Bay Packers catching green lights, going to the Super Bowl, and winning it all. I will say, I want to say one more thing. Chiefs are winning it all, but you know. I want to say one thing to it. Brady walked into a really good situation and left Bill with a bad one. That's all I'll say. That is all I'll say to that point, and I would love to get into it a whole and Whose episode. side are you on? Whose side am I on? I'm on no yeah. side because both of them needed each other. I'm on your side, okay? <laughs> I'm on all your right, side. So, okay, so you're saying they got split custody of the kids, or are you, are you spending more time at one house than the other? I'm just saying they got custody. The custody battle was just a custody battle situation where Bill's the dad weekends? and Tom's the are mom. So you're spending weekends at dad's at bills, but you're spending the week. You're spending the week. Yeah, you're spending the week with with mom. Yeah. And Bill Belichick 
neglected his son, Cam Newton, and Tom Brady kissed his. And that's the love that you need to take your team to <laughs> the, the Super Bowl. Lips. On the lips. On the lips. And on that fucking note, Pucker Nick, up, has, Nick has the Ravens money line, has the Rams plus six and a half, has the Saints minus three, and he has the Chiefs minus ten. Great picks from Nicky Snacks Kreider. Great banter. Great chats. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. The fans out there, drag both feet inbound, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they free. We're going to be guesting on another podcast this week. Roaring 20s, dropping Friday. We'll be guesting on another podcast next week, the Chuck and Danny podcast. Check those boys out on Monday. And we got some great guests for you coming up. Knock on wood, that we do. So, guys, hit your free throws. Why? Because they're free. Texas Longhorns, hit your damn free throws. Uh, Jericho Sims, come on, come on man. We love you. Hit your free throws because they're free. We out here. We love you. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.